Welcome back to Saturday Walk Talks, where we navigate fitness, motherhood, and everything in between. I'm your host, Shay Markley. Welcome back, guys. Um, It has seemed like forever since I um, have been able to sit down and work on this podcast. I kind of feel like I'm relaunching my podcast at this moment, but I... I'm just going to tell you guys, I had so many technical issues. Like I feel like every time I sat down in front of my microphone to sit down and record for you guys, like something went wrong. And I was just like, is the universe trying to tell me something? Like, am I not supposed to be doing this? Is just, is this not the right time? Am I not supposed to have a podcast? Um, because every time I sat down, something didn't work. I had to try to troubleshoot something. And then the time that I had allotted to work on this podcast was gone. And I had to just move on to whatever else I needed to do for the day. So I kid you not, guys, I had to buy another microphone. My audio system that I used to record, like then wasn't picking up the audio track. Um, I finally figured that out. The microphone's working. Things seem to be good. So Finally, almost a year later, I am back to recording and I'm really, really excited, you guys. Um, Even though I wasn't recording and actively working on the podcast, I have been keeping just this like running list of things that I want to talk about, episodes that I want to have, things that I think you guys would like to hear about. And so I promise, promise, promise that I haven't forgotten about this and something that I'm really excited to be working on again and, you know, get you guys more than just one or two episodes to listen to. So with that being said, let's kind of get on to today's topic. If you remember from my previous episode, I had kind of just given you an introduction into who I am, how I kind of got into the fitness world, and, you know, what this podcast was going to kind of be about. And one of the things that I touched on were, you know, these lifestyle changes that I had made. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. You know, those those changes that I made became these habits that are now just ingrained in me. They're a part of me. They're something that I do day in and day out. They're, I'm very consistent about it. And, you know, those habits now have are what have allowed me to continue to live this healthy lifestyle that I live. And, you know, that kind of got me thinking, are there common habits or, you know, foundational habits of fitness that are true kind of across, you know, the general population that, you know, people that have success with diet, are there, are there certain things that are very similar, you know, no matter your approach? The answer is yes. There are like a handful of habits that are kind of those foundational habits of fitness that, you know, know, people that are successful with making changes and maintaining their life, their healthy lifestyle that we kind of see. But before we kind of dive into those foundational habits, I want to ask you guys a question. What percentage of diets do you think are successful? Would you guys be surprised if I told you that the majority of diets fail? So I'm going to kind of hit you guys with some statistics here. And it is mind blowing at how high these percentages are. Within one year of weight loss, approximately 50 to 70% of people regain all the weight that they lost. Within two years, that number jumps up to 85%. And within three years, 95% will have gained it all back. Like that is shocking 
That is mind-blowing. What's even more surprising is that one to two-thirds of people who regain their, the weight that they lost will add back more weight than when they started. More weight. Why does this happen? So people fall into a cycle of yo-yo dieting or weight cycling where they lose the weight, gain it back, and then lose the weight again. And they get stuck in this cycle and they repeat it over and over and over and over again. And they just, they wonder why they can't make progress, why they can't keep it off, like why they keep going through this cycle of things. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Anybody out there go, hmm, I kind of feel like maybe she's talking to me. Raising your hand like, yeah, that's that's me. So how do we break that pattern? I mean, based on those statistics, it would seem that we were doomed to keep failing, right? That we're just doomed to be stuck in this cycle of lose the weight, gain it back, lose the weight, gain it back. But that is not the case. So what about the 5% of people who are successful with keeping the weight off? You know, what are they doing differently? Why are they having success? Why are they able to keep the weight off? All right, so the most important thing that you can do when trying to maintain your weight loss, your healthy lifestyle, is that it has to be something that you can sustain and actually adhere to. This is so, 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 so important, you guys. I see it all the time where especially with diet, where people get caught up in these bad diets. Um, They're always trying like the next new best thing. And they stick to it for a little bit and they see good results. And then over time, what happens? They can't stick to it. It's not sustainable. And so they, quote unquote, fail or fall off the wagon, and they end up putting the weight back on that they lost and possibly even then some. And so I can't stress this enough that however you decide to go about your fitness journey, because there is more than one way, okay? I'm not saying that this is cookie cutter or that what works for me will work for you or vice versa, but you have to find something that works for you and your lifestyle. Like some people love keto and low carbs. Like I would feel like I was dying if I tried to stick to low carb like a keto lifestyle. It just doesn't work for me personally. I know plenty of people that have had great success on keto. Um, They're able to sustain it. Like, that's awesome. Great for them. Like, keep doing what you're doing. But for me, like, it wouldn't work. I would be able to stick to it short term. You guys, I love my carbs. (laughs) I love my carbs. And they are so important to giving your body energy and fuel and how you feel. Um, I personally would just never want to give them up. The more carbs I can eat, the better, like the happier I am. So for me, like trying to stick to a low carb or keto lifestyle, like I could, I have enough willpower that I could do it short term, but in the big picture, like I'm not going to be able to do it day in and day out. It's just not going to happen. Same thing goes for, you know, how often you work out. That's very individual as well and um, depends greatly on, you know, how that fits into your everyday life um, and realistically how many days you can work out. I have 
probably tried every combination under the sun. Um, I've worked out six to seven times a week. I've tried only lifting three days a week. I've tried five and I'm currently doing four lifting sessions a week. And I've been doing that for a while. And that kind of seems to be like the sweet spot for me. Um, And it's something that I can easily fit into my day-to-day life. I can, you know, I very rarely miss a workout. And so it just seems to work for me. But that took me many years to figure out that four was kind of that magic number for me. So, you know, that same thing goes for your workouts. It's every aspect of that, um, you know, fitness, like healthy lifestyle. Every part of it has to be something that you can make work for you as an individual. And so, I do encourage people to try out different things to find out what works. Um, You know, when I'm giving advice to my clients, you know, I can only give advice based off of one, my knowledge and two, like my own, my own personal experience and personal experience with my other clients. But again, that doesn't mean that something that doesn't work for me won't work for somebody else. So you kind of have to play around with it and see what actually works for you. And it's something that you can sustain, you know, during those hectic, crazy times when life throws you a curveball, because that is going to happen. Okay. Like it is guaranteed that at some point, like life is going to throw you a crazy curveball, whether it be something with your family, um, something with your career and whatever it may be, you know, nobody goes through life without having those little, you know, bumps and hiccups. So you have to, And what usually happens during that time is our, you know, our motivation and our commitment to, you know, getting in shape and eating right kind of goes out the window. Like life is stressful and we're trying to figure out how to deal with it and how to handle it. And, you know, what was easy when things were going smoothly no longer feel that way. And so we kind of get off track. Um, which is totally normal. Like it happens to everybody. It happens to me. But that is why it is so, so important to, uh, again, you know, find um, the diet, find, you know, the workouts that are going to be something that you can sustain even when life gets crazy. Okay. So the next most common trait that we see in successful dieters, and this is kind of twofold, is they practice cognitive restraint in some form, and they also practice self-monitoring. So what does all that mean? Cognitive restraint just means that they are, I'm just going to use the example of um, if you're trying to, you know, do fat loss. Okay. We're going to use that as our example, um, just to keep things simple. So if you are wanting to lose fat, you know that you have to be in a, um, calorie deficit. Cognitive restraint, you know, in this regards would be making sure that you're eating in a calorie deficit. Um, so, you know, you'd be tracking your calories in some way, shape or form, um, to make sure that you're not eating, um, at maintenance or in a surplus. You know, this could also look like, um, restricting, um, macros. Um, so maybe while you're in your fat loss phase, you know, you are kind of limiting your carbs or something along those lines. And just keep in mind that 
every diet, no matter which method that you choose, it is going to require some level of willpower and sacrifice. That's just, it, it's gonna, it's a given for, you know, if you wanna be able to achieve your goals. The idea, going back to sustainability and adherence, is that you find a way that requires the lowest level of willpower and sacrifice for you to stick to it. And then as far as self-monitoring goes, you know, this could be, um, you know, take the form of weighing in daily, um, weighing their food, again, tracking your food, which would require you to weigh it. You know, I personally am not a big fan of weighing in daily. Keep in mind that weight fluctuations are completely 100% normal. So on a day-to-day basis, you could see your weight fluctuate up or down one to two percent. And this is completely normal, but it can completely freak people out. You know, they see the scale go up and, you know, one day, just one day, they see the scale go up and they instantly freak out and they go, oh my God, like (laughs) this isn't working. And it causes them to maybe take like severe action and you know, a negative way, but it is normal. Scale fluctuations um, for women especially could be due to hormones and where you're at in your cycle. You know, it's dependent on how much food you currently have in your body, you know, how hydrated you are. Um, Did you travel? Did you just work out? Like all these things factor into your weight. So weight fluctuations on a day-to-day basis are completely normal. Again, why we weigh ourselves, we're looking for trends. We're collecting data. We're looking for an overall trend. So I personally don't usually recommend weighing in daily, especially for me in the past. It has messed with me mentally. Um, I mean, I'm in a way better place now with um, the scale and, you know, what that number says than I was years ago when I first started this. Um, So I probably could weigh myself in daily, but you know, I kind of vary how often I weigh in depending on my goals. If I'm in a fat loss phase, I'm probably weighing myself in every week. If I'm more in maintenance, you know, I might back that off to like every two weeks. Um, I have my clients weigh in every two weeks. That seems to be a good number for them. So again, this is very individual, but if you find yourself having like a negative relationship with the scale, I'd say weighing in daily um, probably isn't for you. And then tracking. Tracking is so, so, so important. Not only so that you know how much you're eating, um, which is very eye-opening. I found that once you, you know, start tracking, people kind of realize, oh my gosh, like I'm eating way more than I thought I was. Or, you know, I'm not, I'm not eating, I'm not as good at eating protein as I thought I was. Um, So it's really eye-opening in that aspect. And then it just also teaches you so much about food. Um, So I always encourage people to track at least short-term for a while, if nothing else, just because, like I said, it teaches you so much about food. And especially in a fat loss phase, again, using that as an example, tracking to make sure that we are in a deficit because as we know by now, being in a deficit is the only way to lose fat. So especially tracking in a deficit, so important so that you know that you actually are in a deficit. You know, if you're more in maintenance or, or, you know, in a building, in a building phase, you have a little bit more leeway and, you know, you can flex a little bit more with how much and what you're eating. Um, so you have a little bit more freedom there. So this next one might seem kind of obvious, but the next common characteristic of successful dieters is that they engage in regular exercise. Shocking, right? (laughs) Like, wow, Shay, tell us, 
you know, <laughs> tell us something we didn't know. But regular exercise is so important. I, th- I think I've said that on every single one. I'm like, this is so important. This is so, so important. But they are all important. You know, these are the ways that you can maintain your weight loss or whatever your goals are. Um, so they're all important in their own in their own aspect. So I apologize if on every single one of these, I continue to say so, so important. But anyways, even just regular exercise of like a minimum of 30 minutes a day um, for three days a week has been shown to help people keep off the weight um, that they took off and help them prevent putting the weight back on. And this could be a mixture of lifting, of doing some kind of cardio, of doing some kind of active recovery, um, which could be a variety of activities that you just enjoy, like yoga or going for a walk or a bike ride. Again, super individual. So finding what works for you and your lifestyle. Do you see how everything kind of keeps circling back to that very first habit that I talked about, which is probably why it is the most important one. Strength training, so important. We need to protect our lean muscle mass as we get older. And the more muscle mass we have, guys, the more calories we burn at rest while our body is doing nothing other than its daily, you know, functions. So how cool is that? Having more lean muscle mass increases your basal metabolic rate and therefore you burn more calories while you are doing nothing, which if you're wanting to move into a maintenance phase usually means that you can eat more food, which is a good thing. The goal of anything should be to eat as much food as we can while still hitting our goal. So being able to eat more food, yay, that's a good thing. Kind of tying into regular exercise is that people who are successful Also find ways to sneak in just more activity in general throughout their day. They just move more in general, you know, whether that means that they are, you know, parking in a parking spot further away from the store or they're choosing to take the stairs over the elevator. Like they're just sneaking in little ways um, to move more, which really adds up over time. So it can be really easy um, to kind of make fun of people who follow a program like Weight Watchers um, or Nutrisystem or, you know, who invest in the money to hire a coach um, or personal trainer. But, you know, sometimes having the information isn't enough to make a change. Um, Yes, could people find you know, you could go on online and find a million different things could pop up if you search diets or workout plans. Like there are so many options, but just having that information isn't always enough to make a change. Some people can do it. Some people can look up that information and just run with it. And that's awesome. But some people need a little bit more help. I did, you know, I had tried everything under the sun. If you remember from my first episode, like I felt like I had tried everything, including some of these more popular, like structured programs. And I just, it didn't work. It didn't work. And I didn't see the results that I wanted. And I didn't learn what I needed to learn about, about this whole fitness industry until I hired somebody to help me. And you know, it's human nature to kind of second guess yourself and to need a little bit more, you know, maybe to put your trust in somebody. And some people just like the accountability um, and they like having the guesswork taken out of what they need to do. I would say that it's probably safe to say that most of us know 
that we should be eating healthier or know the types of foods that we should be eating. Most of us know that regular exercise is important and that we should be weight training but maybe we don't know exactly how to do that. And so adherence to a program and seeing results can actually increase by following some type of structured program or hiring a coach. Like that is why I am here. I am here to help you work through, you know, any issues or problems that you're having to help guide you and to teach you. Like I want you to learn how to do this on your own. Like that's my job as a coach. Like that is how you succeed. That is how I succeed is not by my clients hitting their goals. I mean, yes, that's nice. But when I see that these things are starting to take habits and they are doing them on their own, the other biggest part of my job is just holding people accountable to doing what they say that they wanted to do. And, you know, to make sure that they have realistic expectations. Um, I manage expectations day in and day out, which is something that we'll talk about on a different episode. But following structured programs can actually increase your adherence, making it more successful or making you more successful um, in the long run with hitting your goals and keeping the weight off. People who maintain weight loss have this ability to be able to focus on the long-term goal. I hate to break it to you guys, but fitness and a healthy lifestyle, it's a long game. Like, you have to play this game over a long period of time. And honestly, like, it's a journey that's never over. Like you achieve certain things and then you change your goal and then you work towards that and you repeat this cycle over and over and over again. So there's really like everybody's always like, well, how long is this going to take? Like, when's it going to end? Like, I hate to break it to you, but like, it's not. It is something that you, it's this journey that you are going to take for the rest of your life. Your goals and what you want to work towards just change kind of throughout that that time frame. But people who are successful at keeping the weight off, they don't let short-term feelings dictate their behavior because there are going to be times where our willpower is tested. There are going to be times where we feel like giving up and being able, for lack of a better phrase here, um, to kind of keep your eye on the prize and to, you know, know the behaviors that are going to get you there in the long run is actually going to be to your benefit. You know, people who are successful, they're not focusing on those quick fixes. They are focusing on the long-term changes that are going to keep them healthy for a lifetime. Okay, so the last main habit um, that seems to be consistent across the board is having a strong social support. It's hard to do this alone, guys. It's hard when you feel like you're the only one, you know, trying to make these changes. Um, You know, especially if you have a spouse or a partner, you know, at home living a completely opposite lifestyle than you. It can be very easy to slide back into those unhealthy habits. And so having people in your corner that support you and are cheering you on, you know, whether that be in the form of your friends or family or, you know, from a coach or whatever it may be, can make a really big difference in how successful you are. It could also be in the form of like a gym community. Um, You know, in a gym, you're surrounded by like-minded people who are looking to better themselves day in and day out. So however you find your social support, just know that it is so important um, to have people that have your back and are cheering you on um, with the choices that you're making. And, you know, maybe if they're they're not quite living the same healthy lifestyle that you are, um, who knows, you could even be inspiring them to make, you know, certain changes in their own life. 
So I know we covered a lot um, in this episode about habits and characteristics of people who are successful with their diet, but the biggest takeaway, if there is one thing that I want you to walk away with, um, one little nugget of information, you know, after listening to this is don't play the comparison game. I know it's so hard to get caught up in you know, comparing yourself to others and and where they're at in their journey versus where you're at or what they're doing versus what you're doing. But this is so individual. This whole process is so unique and individual to you as a person. And while there might be things that work, you know, for you that work for someone else, that's not always the case. And I don't want you to think that you're doing that you're not doing something right or that you're not being as successful just because you're doing it differently. And I also want to remind you like you can't compare where you're at in your journey to where somebody else is. Somebody could be, you know, 5 6 years into this and you're on day 1. Like yeah, things are going to look different for you. But again, that doesn't mean that you aren't making progress and that you aren't being successful in your own way. So please remember that this is very individual and you just have to find what works for you and your lifestyle. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Saturday Walk Talks. I hope you found what we talked about today helpful and useful in some aspect. And I can't wait to share the next episode with you. In the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, or there's a topic you would like me to discuss on a future show, you can follow me on Instagram at Shay underscore Markley or send an email to Shay at IThinkFit.com.